Glory to God. You are welcome once again to this podcast. I pray that everyone who is under the sound of my voice is blessed by this message that you may see your life transform and every aspect of your life that has been in the negative washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us. May that be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. While we were growing up and as we are at the moment, there are certain things that over time have defined us. And because of that, they shape our identity and they shape how we interact with people and how we interact with our Lord. Now, there are people who grew up without fathers and even when you talk about the revelation of our Lord as a father, they don't really know what it means to have a father. But also, there are people who grew up with fathers but even up to now, they do not know how to relate with them because there was no proper relationship. It was all about do this, do that. This is right and this is wrong. Because of the nature that we grew up, there were certain things that shaped us. And now that we have been exposed to Christianity, we are still in sixes and sevens. We don't know what to do about certain things. And we find people who are going to look at God being up there and for them they are right here and when you talk about us being in that place in the high place and looking at God as our Abba Father one who is never going to leave us nor forsake us because of certain things that have shaped us in the past we are not quite uh, elated about the idea we still think Uh, since certain things happen in the natural we are also going to put God in that way in that bracket but I can assure you each one of us at a certain point has seen the hand of God manifest in our lives and we look back and we can point at nothing else but the hand of God and many times that is always something that gives us the springboard believe God and to see him even in a greater light that can be able to elevate us from one realm of glory to another but sadly like the children of Israel who saw great and mighty things happen before them like the word of God tells us in Isaiah 48 uh, verse uh, 21 where the children of Israel never thirsted at all The scripture tells us they thirsted not when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. He clove the rock also and the waters gushed out. And while they were in the wilderness, they saw great and great and mighty things and so many things that happened before them. Yet, later on, when they got out of Egypt, 
and they settled as uh, a bid, these people decided to demand to worship other gods. Because they, they, they waited for Moses and he wasn't coming back and they thought, Man, well, what is it that we are doing here? So the scripture tells us in Psalms 78, I think verse 41, it says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. How is it possible that people who saw the manifestation of God to that multitude were able to turn back and do all these crazy things? But you see, the way things that had defined them, having lived in slavery, having lived in all kinds of, of situations, even when they were exposed to something that seemingly was extraordinarily good, they still looked at it with caution. It was kind of like too good to be true that they didn't want to fully embrace it. So, even now, if I'm to bring it to how we are as children of God, there are people who having given their lives to Christ and they love God, they want to worship. But because of certain things that happened to them in the past, certain things that have scarred them, they are going to put a foot forward but have a backup plan because they don't know any better. They kind of feel like there's something that just might not happen for them. But you see, as we walk with God, we should be conscious of the things that have been bestowed for us and know with certainty that God is not one that we can be in position to equate with man because he is not a liar. He is going to fulfill whatever he promised for you. Many times we move around and we are going to look at him as being up there so far away from us and some people have even quoted the scripture that is given to us in Isaiah 55 uh, verse verse 8 to 9 which says for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways says the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts so things are going to happen like ah God is up there I cannot even know what he wants or what he's thinking about Yet, the same word of God in Jeremiah 33 verse 3 tells us the Lord speaking that call unto me and I will answer you and I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not. But how are we going to know about these things? Are we going to be exposed to them? if we continue to look at God as being way up there and for us we are down here. You know the scripture in Revelation 
which tells us to come up hither. Come up hither, that's Revelation 4, that I may show you the things that are to happen hereafter. Do we really want to see these things? And do we want to have a greater revelation of our Lord beyond the Creator? Because many times when people pray and when they go before God, they are basically petitioning and telling Him about the things that they want to see around their world, the things that they want to see happen uh, before them. Maybe they are praying for their marriage, maybe they are praying for uh, their family, maybe certain things and all kinds of rigmarole. And it's all about petitioning. But there is a higher level that we can be able to reach. Like the scripture tells us in John chapter 16, verse 23. And in that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you that whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name, but ask that you may receive that your joy may be full. There is that point where whatever that you say and you ask in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to happen. You see, for there are scriptures that are given unto us and even despite people decreeing and some people even screaming on top of, of their voice and grimacing and being all animated things do not happen for them like you know the scripture which says that and you shall decree a thing and it shall be established but how come so many things are not happening in their lives how come we, we've seen so many people declare so many things and they say maybe by this time I shall be having a car by this time I shall be married by this time I shall maybe have achieved this kind of goal. But how come some of these things don't happen? But the sad thing is, when probably the time approaches and it hasn't happened, someone is going to get an alternative. Like, ah, maybe God is not uh, in it, so let, let me just get this. That's where the other scripture comes up. Yeah, they turned back tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel because like I said each one of us at a certain point has experienced the Lord in a grand measure where you have seen something manifest and you know in your heart of hearts that it would have been impossible with man it was only God that pulled you through that is something that is supposed to jumpstart your faith that is something that is supposed to jumpstart your relationship with your father. Our father. To bring us to that place that you want to see manifest for you. So this scripture in John 16 tells us that in that day you shall ask of me nothing. Hmm. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the father in my name, he will give it you. You see, Beautiful scripture, 
and many of us would want to quote it and many of us would want to see it happen to us with ease without any kind of hassle but we don't get into that state by merely uh, wishing we get into that place by entering into certain things that have been bestowed unto us by seeking God but not seeking him in the light of maybe praying every day and and uh, asking for this and this and that no you pursue something that is deeper you know the word that tells us in John 15 verse 7 that you if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you but how do you abide in the lord and how do they how do these words abide in you the interest of the interest of thy word giveth light and gives understanding to the simple the more we expose ourselves to the lord and we want to understand these things the mysteries and we want to understand the workings of our god that is how we are going to be in position to see this light manifest before us that is how we are going to see more and more things opened unto us and we reach that point where whatsoever we desire is actually in light with what the lord desires for us you reach that point where your will is basically the will of god and you don't even have to pray about certain things because indeed it's going to happen to you because of the kind of work that you're having with the lord you see when we talk about god being our father it's because he has prepared something already for us you know ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 which says blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in christ according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we may be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us unto the adoption of children by jesus christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will I would like to assure if it's the good pleasure of his will all that he wants to see you manifest is something that brings joy before you it's something that gives you that inner peace without you moving around in sorrow without you going around wallowing in all kinds of deceit fear and all disappointments and you're wondering where god is but he's there all you have to do is knock and he's going to be showed unto you but you see like i started with uh, talking about how certain things influence us and affect us so you grow up and you do not know how to relate maybe with your father But the word of God tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 12 1 
first Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 uh, uh, for now uh, I don't know how I'm forgetting the scripture uh, okay uh, okay I'm getting it for now we see through a glass darkly but then face to face now I know in part but then shall I know even as I am How are you known by the Lord? How are you known? Because you see, many times when you have just given your life to Christ, you're basically looking at God forgiving your sin. So, for a large part, you find people praying and they're just asking God for forgiveness. It's like you're looking through a glass darkly. Then as you continue to grow, you'll probably see face to face. Then you'll know in part, but then shall you know even as you are known. How does God look at you? Do you think he looks at you with judgment and waiting for you to make the first mistake and you struck down? No. No. Romans chapter 8 tells us from verse uh, 15 For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry Abba Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we indeed we are the children of God. The scripture that I talked about in 1 Corinthians 13-12 Even as you are known, but does the Spirit bear witness in your spirit indeed that you are a child of God? Does it? Because there is one thing, someone declaring that they are a child of God and they may they may be talk, uh, they pray maybe they are in a fellowship and they talk about these things. But when you are alone, are you really conscious of that fact that indeed you are a child of God? And when you pray, what are you conscious of? And how do you make your conversations unto the Lord? Do you still look at Him as someone who is way up there? That your prayers are probably bouncing off the ceiling and you're like, okay, if he so wills, let him listen to me. When you go to your natural father, what is the, the what is your expectation? Now, how about our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, who wishes above all things that we may prosper? be in health even as our soul prospers do you think it's merely written there no it's not no it's not the thing is for many times when we interact with our Lord people are going to limit God 
and our Father on what he has done before rather than what he is able to do. El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, cannot be limited. He cannot be put in a box. And when we come unto him, regardless of what we are going through, he is willing to listen to us. He is willing to carry our burdens. He understands us. He knows what we are going through. And you might think that he doesn't sympathize with you. He does sympathize with you. That's why the Bible tells us in Psalm 34 verse 18, The Lord is near unto them that are of a broken heart and saves such as be of a contrite spirit, a broken spirit. He's there with you. And of course you know the scripture in Hebrews 4. 15, that we have not a high priest who cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He's touched by what you are going through. So are you going to run away from him because there are certain delays and as you grow up you've been used to disappointments. Maybe you had an absentee father. Maybe your father did not treat you right. So even when we look at God as our father, like uh, I don't know because you do not know how to relate with the father so it affects even how you have conversations with God it affects even how you believe things because you have been disappointed enough So for a large part, you find people hiding under uh, the umbrella of Christianity because they probably just want their emotions caressed, but they are not aware of the revelation of the Father. They are not aware that they they, they can even be in position to live greater lives and see greater blessings manifest in their lives you see when the word of God tells us that he qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light Colossians 1.12 what are those things that the saints in the light are supposed to be partakers of Do you think there are limitations to them? No, they are not. And do you really think a father who would give you a stone when you asked for fish or rather would give you a stone when you asked for bread and a snake if you asked for fish? No. So when you wake up in the morning What are you conscious of? And what do you tell our Father? The Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. What do you tell him? 
when you bow your knees like Ephesians 3:14 tells us for this cause we bow our knees unto the father of our lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named what do you tell him what are the kind of conversations that you have it's really beyond you uh, talking about you uh, praying that do for me do this for me do this for me do this for me how about you change your approach maybe on certain on, on days and you just come just have a conversation with him and tell him father this is what i'm going through this is what i'm trying to do what should i do give me direction and believe you me you're going to receive an answer maybe you can even just tell him about your day tell him about even the smallest things it could even be what you're going to have for lunch you can even ask him you can just have a conversation with him there are other times that I've sat on my dining and I just have these small conversations and I have this habit of sometimes even writing as I'm smiling like like as if I'm writing a letter to the Lord and I'm telling him father this is what I did today and this is what I'm doing at the moment sometimes I even tell him about the people that I've interacted with that I met so and so and <laughs> they did this for me and and so forth and so forth and so forth I am conscious of his presence at all times because he is my father he is love you really think that God is waiting for us to err then he comes and whips us we need to seek that which is higher until the certain aspects that make it easier for things to manifest in the natural you know the word of God tells us in Romans 8:26 likewise the spirit also hopes our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered there is a point where the spirit himself makes intercessions on your behalf conversations with our father because he already knows what you are going through he already knows what your burden is for how long are we going to run away from him and we are merely comfortable with the tag of a christian and you're merely uh, comfortable in that state where you 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 asking god this and this and this and this and this and off you go but of course <laughs> because we don't really have a relationship if it delays you look for another alternative but even then when certain things don't happen your way there are times when you just have to lock yourself in your room and you have just have a conversation 
asking our father and asking lord i was trying to do this it did not work out how can i change it is there something that i did wrong maybe show me show me the right path you know the the word of god tells us that the lord will show us the path of life There's no way he can fail to show you the path of life. He is your father. He is your father. And the sad bit is that sometimes people think it's all about doing certain sacrifices. No. It's not about doing certain certain sacrifices. Uh like kind of like putting the lord in a corner <laughs> like emotional blackmail for him to do for you certain things <laughs> no no he sees your heart he wants something that is more genuine of course we cannot give the lord something that doesn't cost us anything uh, like uh, like david said in second samuel of course we cannot but the lord is beyond just a bank offering he's beyond that like there's a scripture in in uh, hosea 66 where it takes it talks about desiring much more like mercy a contrite heart much more than burnt sacrifice even by the time that you're bringing this thing to the Lord and putting it at his altar what is your revelation of him what do you want from the Lord I, I remember one time I was listening to a message by Kenneth again and he went to the Lord and locked himself and he was just praying so the Lord asked him my son Kenneth what do you want Kenneth told him Kenneth again told him Father I do not want anything I just came to have a conversation with you I just came to talk to you I do not want anything You do not know how that makes the Lord happy You do not know how that gives him great joy many times when we go to the lord what do you want to see and what do you want to see manifest in the natural beyond because everything that we so desire it begins from the way we relate with our lord that's why i quoted the scripture in john 15:7 that if you abide in me and my words abide in you but how are we going to abide in some if you have a relationship there's something that makes you so close is a bond there's something that is so close that even if they even if someone else sees they, they they're able to tell that there's something about this person that can be connected to this and this 
it's evident it's beyond really just talking about it that you know what this and this and this and this and this and this and there is no way you can be exposed to the atmosphere of the lord and you don't hear him it's impossible that's why the word of god tells us in john 10:30 uh so i think it's 27 my sheep hear my voice my sheep hear my voice you hear the voice of god you reach that state where the things that you speak about and the things that you talk about come clearly from the throne of God they come from that high place that's why it tells us to come up hither that we show us the great and mighty things that we know not of but how many of us are willing to go further to seek the deeper things because you know it has been given unto us to understand the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven Matthew 13:11 It's been given unto us Are we willing to go farther and speak to God in a greater way? Do you think the scripture merely puts something like uh, the Lord telling us to reason with him? It's not I do. We are supposed to reason with him. That's why Moses in Exodus 33 he's moving and the Lord tells him to go and Moses is saying no if your presence does not go with us I'm not going anywhere 33:15 If your presence does not go with me don't take us anywhere you reach that place because you know you cannot do without him you cannot do without your father it's not by chance that someone is going to tell the king you know what we are not going to bow down to your image because we know the god that we serve is going to save us but even if he doesn't we shall not do it that is someone who has experienced god in a greater way that is someone who has seen something that is bigger than anyone can imagine the love of god is what puts us into that place where we cannot fret we cannot have any anxiety we live in that state where we've cast all our burdens unto the lord where everything that we have we have basically given it unto him first peter 5:7 says casting all your cares unto him for he cares for you everything that is seemingly so hard for you just give it to him just tell him lord have a conversation with him have a conversation with him 
ask him the path. Like, how can I do this? How? I've, I've, I've had discussions with, uh, with uh, a few people, friends of mine, and other people who come to me and they're asking me, how can I come? How come I'm always making bad decisions, this and this? And uh, something is not working out, and blah, blah. I tell you, you know what? Certain times we are so focused on changing our situations and finding a solution. How about you just sit down and ask the Lord, Lord, show me this path of life. Show me what I have to do. Just have a conversation with the Lord. Tell him how hard it is. He knows. He's there to sympathize with you. So you're struggling to get a man to get married. You're struggling to get tuition. You are struggling to maybe do certain things. You think whatever you're going through is too hard for the Lord? There is a guy who, who always comes to me. It's it's been a very hard year for him because of uh, all the circumstances that has happened with COVID nineteen and all that. And uh, I know he is born again, and many times he's going to come and he's going to tell me all these issues and stuff like that. And then, because of some of the things that I talk about and the goodness of God. There's no point that I'm ever going to make him feel like I'm in that state of insufficiency. So if he requests for something, I'm going to give it to him. Because I know our father, El Shaddai, there is no way he can withhold something from us. So if I'm talking about him, this father to someone who supplies all my needs. So how does someone come to me and maybe they have a need and I'm hesitant to give it to him? Yet I say that it's this God, my father, who supplies all my needs. Let me just give it to him. After all, my father continuously supplies So as we move every day and as we constantly open our hearts, what is it that we want to see? And what is the revelation of God that we want to see in our lives? People, people have prayed 10 years. People have been saved 15 years. But someone still comes and they want to know how to hear God certain decisions maybe you speak too much and you don't give him time to, to speak to you you go for uh, for maybe a prayer you just lock yourself and bam you're already speaking in tongues okay it's good awesome. I believe if you're having a conversation 
with someone, it's going to be a discourse. They say something, then, no, rather you say something, you wait for them to also say something. They're always going to speak. They're going to speak. So our Lord is constantly speaking. But how much are you willing to attune your spirit that these things happen naturally unto you? And how far are you willing to go to seek these things which are deeper? There is one thing going to a man or God or someone and you're telling them to pray for you. This is the other thing of you building yourself to that point where every aspect that you so desire manifests in an instant because you are hidden in the Lord. You are hidden in the revelation of the Christ. So from henceforth, as we continuously seek these things which are above, going beyond the lying vanities that showcase and so many kinds of distractions, how about we sought to know God more and more? To see his revelation manifest in our lives. All these things are going to happen to us. The cars, the houses, the jobs that we so desire that going to happen. But you can prepare for them by knowing exactly what you have to do with them by having a proper relationship with God which is beyond just attending prayer meetings and not missing any fellowship no having a conversation regardless of what you're going through whatever you are going through whatever has been hard for you just come and tell the Lord and never at any one point should you turn back. You remember in John 6 when uh, the, uh, some of the disciples stopped working with the Lord Jesus Christ apart from the 12. Then the Lord asked the 12, uh -huh, are you also going to turn back? And then Peter said, no, where do you expect us to go? For you have the words of life. So even for you, for your situation, however, however hard it might be, Never be put in a state where you can turn back. <laughs> Do not turn back. We cannot tempt God. We cannot limit the Holy One. Because He is our Father. He carries our burdens. And He is eagerly waiting to help us. That's why He said, call unto me. And I'll answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. Never get tired of seeking him and never get tired of searching the deeper things which have been given unto us to discover because we are the children of God and that is your portion. That is something that you should continuously live with for the rest of your life.
May the Lord bless you.